Hi, this is Sam from Greta Van Fleet, and you're listening to Sound Sessions. Hey, this is Michael from WGN Radio Sound Sessions, and I'm here with Sam Kiska from the band Greta Van Fleet, live at Lollapalooza. What's going on, Sam? I'm not really sure yet. We're just testing the grounds. I love this press area, though. It's nice. It's natureful. Yes. I love that. We're surrounded by a lot of beautiful trees right now in, in the heart of Grand Park. Yeah, it feels like we're out of Chicago. But. Well, speaking about being from out of Chicago, you're from Michigan. Uh, right. And are you from Frankenmuth, too? Yes, yeah. The, 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 actually, all four of us uh, were born and raised, well, not born, uh, and raised in Frankenmuth. Wow. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think there's a certain camaraderie, you know, that, that generates a sense of home and a sense of, you know, we're in this together. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what's your background? What was like the first time that your parents or your mom or dad put on an album and you're thinking, okay, this is what I need to do. Screw being a doctor. I'm going to be a rock and roll star. I think that was something that is always been a constant in our life. Longer than I ever remember, there's always been, you know, like muddy waters blasting over the stereo of the house. I'm told before we were even born, we all were well acquainted with the blues. You know, that was our dad's obsession. He's like, they have to know the blues. Mm -hmm. And yeah, dad plays guitar and he, he picked up bass for a while. And that's actually how I got into it. His old bass, and uh, but he's uh, one of the most incredible harmonica players I've ever seen. So yeah, the music kind of runs in the family. That's what I hear. So is he in two bands too back home? Yes, because he saw that we started being <laughs> successful, and he's like, "Oh, I can do that." So now he's got he's actually got like three now. Oh, right so, on. Yeah so, yeah. so other than his uh, his his job, his full time job, he's a chemist. Yes. Uh, he loves to play music. Oh my. So. Uh, he has the mind of a chemist, the heart of Muddy Waters, and that must have made you, right? <laughs> I suppose I suppose you could think about it that way, yeah. Okay. How has everything been going with the album and the immense wealth of popularity that you guys have seen over the past few months? How does it feel, man? Uh, it feels actually very surreal. It's actually hard to really like get it to make sense in my, in my head. I think that goes for all of us. Then, until we have some time to look at what we've done is I think it's gonna stay that way yeah I mean do you remember stepping on stage for the first time back in Michigan and you and you're thinking wow we got something special here yeah we we the first time we had a proper performance in front of a good amount of people we got we it was in Frankenmuth mm-hmm. and it was for the auto fest and they you know they put us up on a trailer and lots of people come for for the Frankenmuth auto fest and it's like Fifty thousand people walking the streets at any given moment. So that was uh, a little bit nerve-wracking, yeah. but uh, we just played. Now that's what we've always done. We just played, and we love doing it. We would play, you know, bar rooms in Saginaw, Michigan, until three in the morning. And uh, it wasn't safe at all, but uh, luckily we had the support of the family and the support of everybody. So that's kind of how, you know, you hone skills. And that's, that's pretty much any advice I ha- give to anybody who wants to be, a, you know, serious in music is just play. Yeah, just play. You mentioned the, the fact that you're all in two different families, right? Yeah. Uh, so two sets of brothers. And... Often I see with the musicians that I speak to, it's family is the most important part. But the cool thing about your band is that you have brothers. I mean, what are the disagreements like in in the band, and how do you how do you cover those? Well, uh, I will I will say we're quite civil now because okay. we're we're quite grown up now, quite mature. But uh, yeah, it used to be some broken windows, broken equipment, things in the yard, people chasing each other. 
but uh, now yeah we uh, we've we found uh, a good way to support each other on the road and I think you really have to do that you really you can't hate the people you're with and uh, I think we've really learned to you know love each other and you know love the music that we're we get to play with each other yeah uh, so when you're on the road what are you guys touring in now is it a van is it a bus is it a plane oh yeah bus, bus. yes which is uh incredible because i look back you know this time last year we were in a van and trailer and yeah. uh, that was not quite as easy and i guarantee we would not be able to be doing what we do now you know it's pretty much four shows a week and uh which is a bit cut down from what we were doing. So it's, it's much more sustainable. Okay. Okay. And what kind of stuff do you do to keep yourself busy on the road? Uh, a lot of the time, you know, I think the misperceived idea of rock and roll is that you just party all the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, we like to party, but I think that when we get an off day, we want to put ourselves in nature. Okay. And I think that really, really helps with grounding yourself. And uh, like, so our, pretty much our favorite thing to do is go on a, a nice hike. You know, usually uh, we get up a little later. So usually we're on the trail by six and then, uh, you know, the sun's down. We have to walk back in the dark. It's great fun. <laughs> okay. What, you've been kind of all over the world now at this point. What are some of the best places you've seen for a good hike? I would say, actually quite recently, the best hiking I've ever done was in the Santa Monica mountain range. Incredible, and then uh, it was—it was actually one of those moments when we were walking back. It was probably 10 o'clock at night. Everything's pitch black. We're a little bit kind of afraid that we're going to get eaten by wolves, but we're, <laughs> we're all playing it cool. Like, yeah. You hear like a squirrel. We're also like, "What's that?" <laughs> oh, it's just a squirrel. Yep. Yeah. But um, it was. Oh, good man. You know the, so the 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 moon was shooting down, and there was this big open field, and it was just dark, and the air's crisp, fresh, and cool, and it's like, and it was one of those moments where it was like. Whew, I feel, you know, a little bit more part of the earth. And so, yeah, it's things like that that we really try to look for on our time off. That's great, man. Thinking about, like, how you kind of gain inspiration from different things, because not everyone makes uh, music from listening to other bands. I mean, I know you guys have been compared to Led Zeppelin a lot, and I don't want to dive into it too much, but where do you find your inspiration to write these songs and, and, and grab these great lyrics tied with your awesome bass licks and, oh, and guitar? You. I think that uh, I think the songs really come from you know the idea of a song i think a lot of rock music has been a little bit more sound oriented but i th once again i think that the song is so important to what music is and it's kind of been a little bit lost so we honestly when we're thinking about it i suppose that people like john denver would be really big inspirations for us you know like neil young joni mitchell these people who can really you know write a song write an album I, I love that. John Denver. Man, he, I mean, talk about a guy who's been all about nature. He wrote mainly about mountains. Exactly, yeah. Pretty much just uh, mountains and smoking grass around the campfire. <laughs> so let's talk about the new single that just came out. Uh, you, do the, you did the vertical video for, um, what was the name of the song we're talking about? When the Curtain Falls. When the Curtain yeah. Falls, yes. I'm sorry, was, I had John Denver on the mind at the moment. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, my head. <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> so what was the inspiration to do the uh, vertical video now? Because that's a genius idea. No one else is really diving into that. I think, yeah, I, I'm, really, I'm really glad that Spotify, I'm a really big fan of Spotify because they really take everything to the next level. You know, the exclusive content, the Spotify exclusive stuff is really cool. And I'm really happy to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, the, the vertical video was, is kind of their format for that because, you know, the phone is 
yeah. very much a big part of the culture right now, whether it's you like it or not. And um, I think it was, uh, we had it in mind and we, f we filmed the whole thing in Super 8, old film. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's kind of a, a bit of a sneak peek at uh, maybe a music video that will come along. Yeah, when the curtain falls, make sure you check this out. I was watching it on the way over here. It's amazing. Uh, Sam, what's what's next for the band? What's next for Greta Van Fleet? Well, next uh, big picture, I'm really, really excited to uh, get the forthcoming album out. And uh, yeah, exactly. because. The uh, the fuel that we've gotten from the just the double EP is absolutely incredible, and the support that we've gotten, great. So I'm really excited to finally get that album out and uh, you know show people where we've come in the past year, year and a half touring. Okay, right on, man, right on. Well, this was Sam, my good friend from Greta Van Fleet. It's great we talking to you, man. Back. We do. It's been a, it's been a while, man. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Sound Sessions. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, man. Can't get enough of Sound Sessions? Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at SoundSeshPod, and check us out on Instagram at SoundSessionsWGN.